Hey, Kath. Hey, Nora. So you have a thing uh, to help you at the automat. <laughs> I do. I do. Well, this is something that's just sort of actually kind of floated by my financial desk, sort of as a bit of a potential uh, gig in the future. Mm-hmm. It was something that I wasn't aware of that it was such a big deal, and it's um, called automatic or automated retail. We've been living with kiosks. Yeah. Forever. You know, like you think back to those movies in the 30s, you know, at the automat, you know, mm-hmm. people would go in, they'd throw in a penny or a nickel and get a, reach in and pull out a piece of pie. Yeah. And then, you know, you buy a deck of smokes. Well, the simple old um, kiosk or dispensing machine has really turned into, I think, potentially the future of retail or a very significant part of retail. Now, you can visit these machines, these gorgeous big hunks of, <laughs> of metal mm-hmm. that can dispense things like top-of-the-line meat. Meat? Meat. Oh. Meat. M-E-A-T. Meat. But like really, really, really good meat. Mm. Or you can buy like a fresh flowers that mm-hmm. are changed every day. There's a shop in Toronto. It's an up, very, very upscale menswear shop. And you can buy shirts, mm-hmm. high-end shirts. But anyway, what's neat about them is the fact that with the internet, retail is taking a real hit, a yeah. real kick in the pants. And this is allowing for companies to replace large bricks and mortar store with a whole bunch of these kiosks that would potentially drive traffic to one bricks and mortar store. Right, but I anyway, see. Let me just sort of back up to what these kiosks can to do for you. Mm-hmm. Well, number one is, is it does rec- reduce cost, right? right? It reduces theft because they call it shrinkage. <laughs> <laughs> you know That's that? quite a delicate little euphemism. They're covered in bulletproof glass. Mm. There's nothing you can do. You can't haul them away. You can't do anything. You can you could kick at them. They don't scuff. The other thing that's really neat is is that on the sides and on the back, they've got these huge display panels which allow you to continually change whatever you want to market. What they also do is they, because they have this, you know, this gorgeous display panel on the front, they tell you, oh, maybe there's a, a sale, say, at the main store, at the main bricks and mortar store. So usually what you'll do is you'll position these kiosks somewhat close to where your main shop is uh-huh. and it'll drive people in there and in this case for men's stuff to buy a whole suit mm-hmm, i see yeah yeah things so, that you actually have to try on right because presumably you're not taking off your pants in the yeah hallway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe yeah. you are maybe you are depending but yeah but if you like most men for like, shirts, it's like, they, as far as know. I understand it's it, like it's like, I'm a like 15 you and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I must say, I've, I've noticed in the airport, because I've been traveling a fair bit more, and I, I'm surprised at how much high-end stuff there already is for sale, like that people will buy. I mean, usually it's something that's conceivably related to travel, like noise-canceling headphones or whatever, but like that's a significant kind of shift in your thinking about what a kiosk or an automated um, retail thing is for, right? If you're thinking, oh, I'm going to spend you know, 250 or 300 bucks on a pair of headphones, you're just going to put your credit card info in there and get the thing out. There's no sales clerk, there's nothing. And it kind of gets back to what we were talking about last time about, you know, what are, what are the things that humans can do that computers can't do, right? Is that if you're not going to have a really 
bespoke experience where you have a really great interaction with the sales clerk and they're giving Mm -hmm. you a lot of expertise and measuring you very particularly and stuff like that, which only really happens in a fraction of retail context, then you kind of do end up with something that might as well be automated. It's kind of depressing, though, for people who are going to lose their jobs for the machines. There are 150000 per machine. Like, you get four of those, that's one bricks and mortar. And wow. No, I, would just, I wondered whether they've taken that experience from Japan, because I vending know. machine culture is very big in Japan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Huh. No, that's what I was telling this, this woman. I said, well, you should go um, over there and take a look. And she said, oh, I've been there. You know, I said, what about Singapore? There, she said, it's, it's all over Asia. It's just coming here. Right. And one of, the, the, one of the things that's really been helping it, though, is this, um, you know the site um, Net-A-Porte? Yeah. Yeah. It's, what that woman did was, and it took a lot of, I, I think it's a woman, and it took a lot of headbanging to do it, but was to convince the Stella McCartneys, the Yves Saint Laurent, et cetera, that it wasn't tacky to sell offline. Online. They, yeah. 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 But why? The, the, but this the kiosk does raise the question. Then, like, why even bother having a physical presence at all? Why not just order it over the internet? Well, because you're there and you can see it and you can right, buy it right, instantly. Right. It's, it's you still have a sense of immediacy. To mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have something in the land of marketing books, and I, I don't know how I feel oh. about it, but I think it is part of a definitely of a trend. Mm-hmm. It's this thing that Qantas is doing. They're commissioning books. And they're written by like well-known Australian authors, and they're based on the length of time of your journey. So if you're going from Sydney to Toronto, you can have like a long book. But if you're going from Sydney to Delhi, well, it's probably still going to be a long book, but not as long <laughs> as if you were going from Sydney to Toronto. First of all, marketing that idea of like the idea that you're in Australia and a lot of the flights that you're taking are going to be long-haul flights, right, if you're traveling internationally. But also, I think it's the kind of thing that we're going to start to see a lot more of. I know you're looking despairingly at me, but there's something about that that people, I think, still want the book experience, but I also think that they want something that's contained in time because I think people are losing their appetite for that long, extended read. I really do. And that could be something like, I mean... Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to be a part of No, I am. I don't mean in, in, you know, en masse, because obviously there's still, you know, look at Fifty Shades of Grey or Harry Potter or any number of, like, runaway hits. But I do think we're... uh, Night Town. (laughs) I do think we're thinking about different ways of, of consuming books as content. And that, you know, there's a whole space for having a satisfying literary experience but that's bracketed because you probably don't like I have this experience all the time because I have to read a lot for work I hardly ever read fiction anymore because it's long enough to the point that I can never get through a book before there's another book I have to read for work so I can kind of understand the appeal of saying look I want a book that I can read over the weekend I know it's good and and the other thing about it is that Qantas is actually commissioned them, right? So it's new work. It's not like they're just reprinting old stuff. So that, that I thought was positive. But at the same time, it may also be the end of civilization. <laughs> okay. I did read the article, but obviously I missed this one part. Do they actually sell you the book? Is that the deal or do they lend you I the think book? so. No, I think that the idea is to sell the book. Out of a kiosk? Probably out of a kiosk <laughs> and you can buy a very expensive shirt while you're at it. 
why wouldn't you just watch a movie? The idea. It seems too functional to you, eh? Like too yeah, utilitarian too, or something? Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. to me like I see this everywhere. It's all about efficiency. But too. so then aren't we talking about the same thing, right? It's all about, it's like about cutting jobs, being more efficient, fitting more things in your day, buying your shirt at the kiosk. It's all started out so promising and happy at the beginning of this episode. It did! It did! Do we have any dirty jokes or anything? Yeah. No. <laughs> Would you read a book based on the length of time that it takes you to read it? Would you, can you see, if you travel a lot, can you see uh, an application for that? I would love to know. Mm-hmm. Mm, sucked into the Qantas experience. <laughs> Come to the blog for, for links, links to these stories, stories and more. more. The sniffer. Dot net. Bye. Bye.